Hello everyone and welcome to the NARSA weekly update for the week commencing Monday the 3rd of May 2021. It's Gary Gillen here and I'm your host for this week's edition and I'm delighted to let you know that my mood is sufficiently improved from this time last week. Partly because my new Rangers order literally just arrived before recording tonight and I have a new champion scarf, bucket hat, long and short sleeve t-shirts and Leo also got himself a new Rangers t-shirt too. A little bit of retail therapy doesn't hurt anyone of course but that's not all. I'm equally happy to share with you that this is our 20th episode of the NARSA Weekly Update. Yeah, 20 today. I wonder actually if we have listeners out there who have listened to all 20 episodes. I know that my son Leo just basically refuses to listen to his dad and my dad Ronnie has kind of been waning a wee bit on the on the listening front and my love Erin is very behind. She's probably on about episode 8 or something at this point so the novelty of the weekly update has certainly worn off for some but hopefully not for all and what better way to celebrate 20 episodes than with a resounding thumping of the forces of evil in the final old firm game of the season yesterday morning our time to move 23 points ahead of that mob oh my word it was a glorious day so on to that very game for the game segment for this week the only mild surprise to me was the well, I guess the decision not to start Scott Wright and and I kind of thought he would maybe get a start, to, to be honest, uh, since we're kind of light-ish in midfield with injuries taking their toll on what will now be a 56-game season since we know that we don't have no more games other than the two league games remaining. And the mild surprise uh, for me, not so much well, the fact that he never started, but uh, more so the decision that uh, Kamar Roof was starting after his somewhat ineffectual displays for the first team this past wee while. You might remember I talked about this last week and maybe before as well. And once again, it proves why Steven Gerrard should be the manager of Rangers Football Club and not Gary Gillen because he got it absolutely spot on. We smashed them 4-1 and if I had only one wee minor complaint, it would be that the scoreline and the margin of victory wasn't larger. Every chance they got, we helped create for them. And Alan McGregor did what Alan McGregor does. Callum McGregor did what he does, only this time didn't get away with it. And we scored four brilliant goals, all from strikers on this occasion, and contributed basically to their goal with Jack Simpson, making what I thought was his only mistake of the game and losing, I think it was Ayer, at the corner and then Borna and Goldson uh, kind of colliding to give Edward the easy chance to shoulder it in as it turns out. But honestly, we strolled the game. We strolled certainly the final hour of the game and proved once again that we're just simply better than them in every single department. And that's a fact. In a small way, it did certainly make up for the previous weekend's disastrous Scottish Cup exit and it still gives us a chance to remain unbeaten and re reach the 100-point mark. And you might have seen in some of the interviews that Steven Gerrard was also talking about the clean sheet record as well. And I admittedly didn't do my, my research very well before tonight's podcast, <laughs> but I guess there's a, there's a clean sheet record in the offing as well, so... 
clean sheets in the last two games and we get that too just to, to kind of cap another uh, significant achievement for the team for this season. So this is an Arsa podcast and, and therefore obviously a Rangers podcast but it would be remiss of me on this occasion not to give out a special mention for the outgoing Celtic captain Scott Brown. Classy, a true leader, a wonderful footballer, humble and elegant are descriptions that absolutely no one on this planet would use for that character and no wonder. I really truly look forward to him returning to Ibrox next season and receiving a similar scoreline in terms of humiliations in the colour of Aberdeen and you know when it really really mattered they just couldn't live with us, he couldn't step up, he couldn't, he couldn't inspire his team to do anything other than roll over and be humbled in defeat at our hands. A sad and pathetic way to end your old firm career and one that I would suggest that he thoroughly deserves. So good riddance to him. As a direct result of our Scottish Cup exit, we have an unwelcome free week this week. So no games to, to give a bit of a preamble about. Our next game is a week on Wednesday away to Livingston. And we'll talk more about that next week. Points per game for the third last time of this season. We increased 0.01. Uh, points per game from last season to 2.67 and that mob decreased 0 0.06 from last week to 2.03 23 points ahead it's incredible almost eight games worth of points there just amazing as discussed from uh, last week and maybe previous weeks but certainly last week from an rtv perspective now that we do know the number of games that we'll be playing 56 as i mentioned a little bit earlier on there we have been working hard in the background to make sure that we've nailed it in terms of what every club owes for their rtv fees and dues for this season and a very special thank you to nasa secretary treasurer sandra hawthorne for all of her help and diligence in managing the details on this one we just have one quick thing to check with rtv which is the opt-in, opt-out information from the last two Europa ties that we had last 32, last 16 against Antwerp and Prague. And then each NARSA club will be receiving the email confirming the costs and payment details hopefully later this week. We requested the information, but today was a bank holiday back home. So I suspect that we'll get the answers that we need back tomorrow or Wednesday, and then we'll get that information out. I would ask that each club gets on with paying their fees as quickly as they possibly can, please. The team at RTV have been absolutely fantastic to work with again this season and their willingness and flexibility to engage with us on the individual RTV vouchers so that Bears in North America wouldn't be wouldn't be handicapped too much by having been locked out of their clubs already and they still had an official channel to watch the games on. It was brilliant from, from their perspective and something that I know for a fact helped hundreds uh, literally hundreds of NARSA bears this season. So let's repay this great relationship and get the monies in so that we can get them paid and wrap up the admin for the season. The regular weekly plug for the RTV vouchers. If you or anyone else needs any information on the RTV vouchers, please contact your president or secretary. They will get in contact with me and we'll get you folks sorted. Only two to go. And we are sincerely hoping that restrictions and stuff will be lifted in North America and we have no absolute need for the vouchers as we move forward. We obviously have to see how that goes and keep in dialogue with RTV as the close season progresses. From a convention update perspective, I am happy to tell you that we've made a wee bit of progress in terms of the ticket pricing. 
and we're certainly getting closer to to nailing what the the price will be and getting them on sale. Obviously, this one's taken a wee bit longer than any of us would have hoped, but it hasn't been for the want of trying to get this important part over the line for everyone. So to that end, we did indeed get the banquet pricing from Planet Hollywood that I discussed last week, which has helped us get closer towards our, our framework for the overall ticket pricing. The pricing proposal has been discussed with the NARSA Convention Subcommittee, and my next steps will be to put the formal proposal together to the NARSA Executive Proper with the proposed pricing and breakdown and get their blessing, and then we should be good to get it all set up with our ticketing provider and it will be good to go so maybe this week but I suspect it was it's probably going to spill into next week if I'm if I'm being honest definitely before the end of the season and just a quick reminder again and something I mentioned a couple of weeks ago I believe is that we will be putting them on sale for NARSA member clubs first and then opening them up to the wider Rangers community shortly thereafter there will be plenty of tickets to go around so please don't panic and we are almost there with this significant milestone for, for the convention planning. So thanks again to everyone for your patience. And just another wee plug for the convention frequently asked questions document that is on our website. Just go check it out on the, the homepage of the convention page and, and let us know if there are any questions that aren't being answered on that document. And we will be more than happy to answer them for you. We did manage to do the NordVPN competition last week in conjunction with the old firm game, I'm happy to say. You'll remember that NordVPN very kindly donated five memberships to NARSA and Friends over, oh, it must be over a month ago now, and we, we finally managed to get down to getting that done. And what we tried to do was we did similar to the, to the previous competition for the taxi game, and we asked people to predict the correct score, follow NordVPN and uh, follow NARSA if you weren't following NARSA already of course and we didn't get anyone correctly predicting the score on this occasion but since we're running out of game time to engage with the fan base around competitive games we made the executive decision to reward the five closest predictions we had three three nil predictions and two three ones so with it being a three goal margin and with it being um, what would that be? A three goal margin, and then I guess three one being closer to the the score line. A four one. We decided to award them based on that. So congratulations to at Rob J Bruce at Shakur Brav at Todd Babiaco seventy two at Johnny six five four four and at John. OD 1979. The last two guys I happen to know. One of them is John Kelly, a member of the Rangers Supporters Club of Calgary here. And the other one is a good pal from back home, John O'Donnell as well. So congratulations to everyone for participating, first and foremost. And congratulations, of course, to the winners as well. Moving on to our communication section for this week, a couple of things I wanted to highlight from a club perspective. On Friday, from a first-off perspective, you might have seen the article that the club had also kind of re-entered the fray, if you like, to, to support the English boycott of social media from Friday past until 
uh, today, in fact, which came on the back of the club management and staff boycotting a couple of weeks ago. So great work again from the club to continue to highlight the, the challenges that social media presents and that, that for, for recently anyway seem to be outweighing the benefits that, that they that they provide to, to users and stuff like that. So, yeah, the club club decided to do the, the full boycott on the weekend. I don't know if you will have noticed it or not, but certainly when it comes to, you know, game information and team announcements and stuff like that, it was a wee bit more difficult to get that information there. Secondly, also on Friday, you might have seen an article from our partner, speaking of NordVPN, with some information on changing your passwords to something more secure the club said it's a message you probably see every day and instinctively push into the back of your mind. But with a new age of digital thievery and hacking upon us, it's time to rethink your passwords. According to NordPass Research, using Rangers as your password would take a hacker less than one second to crack. The article honestly is full of, of really useful guidance and advice in, in terms of password management and I'd really encourage everyone to, to have a think about your existing passwords and determine whether now is the right time to consider something a little bit more secure for yourself as you go forward. And also embedded within the article, there was a hyperlink that took you to another website that contained the top 200 of the most used passwords in 2020. And I am glad to say that I did scan it, all 200, and none of the top 200 did contain the word Rangers. Um, however, if you go and check out the list, take a peek at numbers 86 and 143 and give yourself a wee laugh if you feel like it. We'll put the link to the article and I would really recommend going and reading this one. It gives you a lot of good information. And we'll put the link in the blurb that accompanies the podcast for, for this week as well. The club are also making great strides on the business front, as if we didn't know that already, but it's now being acknowledged in the business community and we are now nominated for no fewer than four awards at the forthcoming Football Business Awards. And the Business Awards ceremony is going to take place in July of, of this year and we are up for sponsorship slash partnership of the year. Best Brand Activation, non-Premier League and best use of technology in a football club. And also the Rangers Charity Foundation are also up for the Best COVID-19 Community Response Award, non-Premier League as well. So great to see various facets of the football club being acknowledged in the, the wider business community as well. And as I mentioned, the, the awards ceremony takes place in London on the 6th of July this year which is a targeted time frame for the UK, apparently, to be out of any required social distancing measures, according to Boris Johnson today in an article that I read on Sky News. They are targeting late June for social distancing to be a thing of the past by then, based on, obviously, the R numbers and, and data that's available and, and various other things. But man, oh man, I have to admit that feels like a million miles away from many parts of North America right now, especially in Canada. In Alberta here, where I am, uh, we are just, it's looking like we're just about to impose stricter, stricter sorry, conditions on us uh, after a spike in cases over the last wee while. 
Ontario continues with their most recent lockdown and Quebec have been in lockdown for absolutely ages with strict curfews in place as well. So things are looking a wee bit bleak here. We just don't seem to have been able to get a handle on it. And, and I know that the Premier of Alberta today just said folks, some folks just don't care. We have the same measures, if not stricter, than many other regions in, in Canada and folks here just don't seem to be wanting to take it too seriously. So it is incredible to see how different parts of the world are reacting and recovering at wholly different rates and, you know, well, whatever. But from a, a back-home perspective, hopefully all of that means that fans will be allowed back in the stadia around the country from the start of next season. So, you know, it's not all bad in, in the home front, I hope, and hopefully we'll get some presents at the awards on the 6th of July. Like the previous one, we'll put the article link on our blurb and go and take a peek at it, but another piece of good news. Second last in the comms front the, from this last week, the, the club did announce that they are hosting a week-long online coaches convention which starts on the 24th of May. I wonder originally if maybe it was going to start after the Scottish Cup final, hoping that we would get there and that we would be on a bit of a high. I'm not 100% sure or if that was just the date. But the club said on their website article, led by the renowned Rangers Soccer, the Soccer Academy's team, among the keynote speakers will be Rangers manager and assistant manager Stephen Gerrard and Gary McAllister, first team coach Michael Beale and sporting director Ross Wilson. This is a truly unique offering, bringing together the expertise of coaches and senior members of staff from across the club taking place every evening from Monday to Friday from 5pm to 9pm. Attendees will also receive a 12-month premium subscription to the Fabulous Rangers Online Academy while the first 500 registers will will registered will receive an exclusive welcome pack in the post. And that's not all. The convention will contribute towards both the Scottish FA and Irish FA CPD hours. And CPD hours, I assume, in their terminology means continuous professional development. Um, so great, great news for, for that. And please take a peek at the article on online for, for a list of other folks that are also speaking at the event. They've obviously mentioned the manager, assistant manager and, and first team coach and, and our director of football. But there's a host of other staff there and ex-players going to be doing a panel um, from both the men's and women's side as well. So, so it's going to be a great event. I did reach out to Gary Gibson, who, as you'll know, is our head of Soccer Academies and International Relations last week when the article first got posted to see where NASA could help and also to see if we could promote it with a wee competition, maybe for a free slot at the convention or something similar to that. But haven't managed to connect with him yet on that, which is polite code speak for the fact that he actually didn't reply to my text yet. So if you happen to be listening to this, Gary, get back to me and let me know how we can help you, please. And lastly, on the comms front for, from this past wee while, this past week, of course, you might have heard that former Celtic striker and now Sky Sports Celtic fanboy Andy Walker was somewhat conspicuous with his absence from yesterday's old firm match at Ibrox and a match that you'll know likely was covered by Sky Sports in, in the UK. This is another, for me anyway, another start reminder to all the the naysayers, you know, the opening and uh, closet criticisers of the club and just blatant Celtic-minded bigots from the media 
that we are now back to where we belong at the pinnacle of the game in Scotland and we're not going to be any longer suffering any of, of those fools gladly at all. It's a great statement of intent by the club to, to ban him from Ibrox. I'm not sure if the ban is indefinite or just for that one game. I don't know if the Aberdeen game in the last game of the season is covered by Sky Sports, possibly. Um, but it looks like his... Um, also, his devastated ramblings for the season have upset his football crush. And he's also apparently been banned from Sharkhead as well. Real shame that. So just a shout out and a well done to, to David Graham from our communications uh, department at the club and the club leadership for standing up for, for yourselves and for our supporters by not so subtly drawing distinct boundaries of acceptability for what will and won't be tolerated from a journalistic and TV punditry perspective by the club from here on in. All we have said forever is that we want a fair shake. And if we don't get a fair shake and and, and get examples of the shocking bias and undermining tactics by these buffoons, then you know what's going to be coming your way. I have to say, it's great being a Rangers fan right now. Everything is going well and going our way in terms of how the club dynamics are developing. Quick reminder again on the Rangers Charity Foundation Champions Challenge from home that I've mentioned over the last couple of weeks. We are looking to try and get some participation from NARSA clubs and NARSA members of, of clubs to raise monies for this great cause and get, of course, get a wee bit of exercise on Trophy Weekend. If you need any information on that, please, by all means, don't hesitate to get in touch with me at rangersscc at hotmail.com. That's two S's and two C's. And I'll give you what you need. We are registered here, a few of us here in Calgary already. Myself, I'm registered. My son is is registered as well. And my love, Erin, is, is registered as well. And we're looking forward to doing the, the challenge and getting a wee bit of monies and exposure for the Charity Foundation. And one more wee reminder. I did say that we're going to be doing a quick RTV survey and a Player of the Year award. And I know I said last week that I would try and get them out last week. We ended up being a little bit consumed by the the Planet Hollywood banqueting and ticket pricing um, circumstance and then also the uh, lead up to the game and the RTV costing and stuff like that as well. It just ends up taking a wee bit more of a spare time, so we didn't manage to get to that, but we will do before the end of the season, I promise, and we will see what the results look like once we get to that. So this week, like last week, we don't have any interviews lined up just yet, but if things do get quiet at my side right now, my Wednesday afternoon, uh, work seems to be quite quiet. So if that's the case, I'll maybe see if we can sneak something in and and get prepping. As I mentioned before, we do have, have a couple of folks in the hopper and it would be great to get at least one or two done before the end of the season and then we'll see what happens once the season draws to a close and we get to the AGM as well. And a reminder, if there is anyone specifically that you would like to, to hear interviewed, by all means, please do get in touch and we'll do our very best to make that happen. And uh, almost in closing, just to remind you that we do have the following positions on the NASA Executive up for grabs at our June the 5th Annual General Meeting, the President, and again, this can only be filled by someone from the current Executive, the Treasurer, I mentioned earlier a thank you to Sandra Hawthorne, who is currently our Secretary-Treasurer. That role will be split again. Sandra just stepped in when uh, David McDowell had to step away a couple of years ago. And Northwest Regional Director, Northeast Regional Director, and Southeast Regional Director. Now, another reminder that 
there is a proposal to change the constitution to replace the the regional directors with other more functional positions and and I did promise last week that I would put something together in terms of just a, a voice message explaining the rationale for that specific constitutional amendment proposal but for anyone who is thinking of you know joining or, or attempting to join the, the the NASA executive you just need to get your nomination from your host club and get a seconder and we will accept these nominations and seconds up to and including at the AGM on the 5th of June. So if you are interested, please don't hesitate to get in touch and I can walk and talk you through what this looks like. All the information you need is on our website in terms of roles and responsibilities as it's laid out today. But note that there may be a change to the actual regional director roles as well. So... Yeah, that's it for this week. A wee bit shorter than last week. Last week I had a lot of negative stuff to get off my chest and I'm glad I did. But as I say, I feel a lot better this week. A bit of retail therapy, a 20th anniversary episode. Not 20th anniversary, is that right? the right thing to say? Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But our 20th episode celebration and a thumping, resounding victory just to show who are the best team in the land, folks. Thank you very, very much for taking the time to listen. Please don't hesitate to share it with anyone you think might be interested. And until next week, take care and all the very best. Cheerio.